Hello and welcome to our podcast. I'm Risa. And I'm Stuck. Or Ariana. And we're the Crowmeister Sisters. (laughs) (laughs) Just as a reminder, this podcast is rated T for teen for strong language and mature themes. If you want a podcast without mature themes, then go on over to hers very own Unlocked. Very good. That was that was very nice. Did it? Well. Did that flawlessly. Whew. Okay. I remembered the podcast name and everything. So, what are we talking about today, sister? Today we are talking about the unknown. Into the unknown. By okay. which I mean <laughs> midnight in Salem, not you know death. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to talk about Midnight in Salem today. You're going to be like, guys, it hasn't come out yet. We fucking know. Um, what? I played it last week. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk about what we... Calling from? <laughs> we're going to talk about what we um, expect to see, what we hope to see, what we're afraid to see. Yes. Kind of a thing. So, uh... Let's start off. The they just came out two weeks ago with the the first um, the first um, update on Midnight in Salem in over a year. Um, the projected release now is spring of 2019. Um, so we still got another year, but we're it's getting close. So um, let's talk about that that. Um, Release date? Release date first. Uh, so originally, uh, 2015 is when it was announced, after Sea of Darkness came out in May. Um, so we got that proje- that release. They uh, told us that it would be coming out uh, late 2015, but then they changed it uh, when they told us that they were going to move game engines. So... Yeah. Um, We've been waiting Which was, you know, kind of understandable. Yeah. I wish they'd, you know, thought forward on that, but continuing. So, um, they then gave us a, like, a teaser of what it would look like. They're moving to Unity, which is a very, um, uh, multi, it's a multi-purpose game engine. You can do a lot of different things in Unity. So they just gave us a little taste of what it would look like based on what they did. A little bit of Labyrinth of Lies. Which is great and all. I wish they spent yeah. less time doing that little projection for us. More time working on But The um, thing is, um, with a release date of spring of 2019, the question has to be asked. Have they been in production this whole time? Or are yeah, they see, just starting production? That's what I've been asking myself. Like... Did they start in, like, did they literally start doing Midnight in Salem in one engine and then move to another? That's what they Like, tried. did they decide partway into a project that they're going to come, like, most of the way through, probably, considering when they announced when they were going to be switching? Um, did they legitimately get into a project and decide they're going to switch engines instead of just doing that as their forward? Um... Does anybody know what it looks like? Because no one's been given the answers to this question have all been very copy and paste. Mm -hmm. Um, They've been very generic and copy and paste. There's not a lot of transparency going on, which, you know, a lot of game studios just don't. So it's just something that we're not used to with her interactive because we've always been able to ask questions and get answers. So it's not like a AAA studio. We're not, like, 
being like, excuse me, Bethesda, can you please tell me? I'm like, you know, it's not the same thing. (laughs) Like, that's the difference between, like, going into more of, like, a mom-and-pa store, right? And being able to just talk to the owner and getting answers, as opposed to going into Walmart and being like, hello, can I talk to Mr. Walmart? (laughs) Hello, are Mr. and Mrs. Walmart available? I mean, that's that's pretty much... um, What's going on? So it looks as though they didn't actually get into programming any of it in the old engine. However, it was mostly finished written. The writing was almost finished. However, the um, writer, the main writer on the project, she was let go before she finished her drafts, her final was, drafts. Um, uh, Katie what's her name? Yeah. Katie. Yes. Um, so from her point of view, she was not done with the script before it, she was laid off. Um, however, there have been people who did voices for it saying that they were already recorded. So voices have been recorded, supposedly, already. Initially recorded, at least. They may yeah. like decide to change actors or whatever. So um, so the, the, um, the entire... like. The excuse we've been given, um, sorry, not excuse, reason we've been given yeah. for the production to take so long is that they're moving to a new engine. However, um, because if you didn't know, uh, the, all of the Nancy games up until Midnight in Salem were done in their own homebrew engine. So they weren't using an engine that was already created by other people that already have assets and stuff. They were using something that they programmed themselves starting in the 90s and just added on to. So what ends up happening is the more you try to add to something like that, you're just kind of like sticking things onto the outside of it. And sometimes it means that stuff inside gets broken. So it makes sense why they want to move to something more. 100%. Yeah. Especially since Unity is used for a lot of games that have the same kind of feeling as Nancy Drew. So such as The Room, which is a, a puzzle game where you're walking around in a room you click to where you're going to walk and stuff like that. So, you know, I'll talk a little bit about this in a, in a second when I go into more about Unity. Okay, when you go to Unity, yeah. yeah. So it, it's understandable that if they want to be taking their own assets from their own engine and turning them into, putting them into Unity, it's going to take some time. However, they've also stated now that they have outsourced their game. Which, uh, which means if you're outsourcing to someone who doesn't know the engine that you want to be using, I feel like that is not a smart idea. Um, like, I'm trying to be diplomatic like, about okay. this. <laughs> no, I can understand them um, seeing a, a certain group or whatever that they, that they really enjoyed their, you know, their programming, whatever it is that they saw that they decided they wanted that. Um, it's just a bad decision. Yeah. Um, Like, I can understand them making it as a, like, but, uh, I don't know. I feel, I feel like not enough research was done or something like that. Um, I mean, it has been said that the, um, the new CEO, Petty Milliken, sent out, um, an email at one point to... It was a, an interoffice email about how they wouldn't need the art department anymore because they're moving to Unity, and Unity has its own assets. So there's obviously um, a misunderstanding of what the engine can do. 
based on people who don't program and don't understand that aspect of it. Um, and I think that's been a huge reason why the um, release date has been pushed back so much. I think the other reason is I'm afraid that there's a bit of a hive swap situation going on. Uh, explain that non-homesteaky non, non people. So this is just something that happened. This is a, it's a pretty big thing in the games world, actually, um, interestingly enough. So in 2012, summer of 2012, uh, the webcomic artist who created Homestuck, which is a very popular webcomic, um, he was going to put together a video game. Kind, not based on it, but based in the same universe. Um, and it was going to be Hive Swap, and it gained so it went far over its um, its goal on Kickstarter within like a couple of days. It ended up with three million backing it. So out of like what like yeah, maybe it was to be like a quarter a, like, million was yeah. the was it, no, I think it was supposed to be one million, and we ended up with three million or something like that. Um, so what was going to happen? Because this he was a web comic artist, he didn't know how to make games, so he was going to outsource. So once everything got paid for, he, out, he gave the money to the people he was outsourcing to um, with a little game studio called The Odd Gentleman. And what ended up happening oh. is he'd keep going to them and he'd say, okay, do you have an update? Do you have an update? Is there an update? They'd give him like a walk cycle. That's it. And they'd be like, no, 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 we're still working on it. We're still working on it, I swear. Um, and what ended up happening about two years into this um, it, he found out that the company he was outsourcing to took his money and they were making like another game completely. Um, so he ended up only being able to get back only like 100k of the 3 million. So, Wait, I didn't know that part about it. Uh, I didn't, he didn't give them all the 3 million, but it was something... It might have only been like 1.3 million now that I'm thinking of it. But he only got back like Regardless. a very small portion of it. Did he not um, sue them? Because I don't know, honestly, the end of this. It's kind of because a lot of this is he ended up having to sign, like, um, a whatchamacallit uh, about it so that they would even give him any money back and shit like that. It's a, it's a whole thing. NDA. Um, NDAs mean shit. But um, it's a whole thing. So basically, I'm just saying, what ended up NDAs happening... NDAs actually don't mean shit. What ended up happening was... He got some of the money back, and with that money, instead of outsourcing to another place because he couldn't afford another place, he started learning to be a game studio. Um, so Hive Swap only came out this year. It came out in September. Go hussy, persevere. Um, I know <laughs> that that is five years past its projected release. Um, five years of pretty much radio silence on the issue as well, because of legal issues that went with it. Um, that's what I'm afraid about going on with. Midnight yeah. Salem, because the thing is, is we're getting all this. Every answer we get from her interactive is, well, we've outsourced it to this company and we don't have any news from them. Yeah. And it's uh... and especially after the people that they outsource codes and clues to went under and couldn't pay their art team. Yeah, they went bankrupt that and is... couldn't even play, pay their art team. Uh, it's a weird messed up situation, and I don't know if. Her interactive got like semi duped and they don't want to admit it because that's that's a terrible thing to have to admit as a company. Yeah, I would 100 percent understand that. But at the same time, like, I feel like Clue Crew would super rally around them. I mean, yeah. And the thing is, is I feel like the fans 
are so um, devoted in this because yeah. a lot of us have been playing since the first few games. Yeah. So we there's definitely a devoted fan base for the Hearn Interactive Nancy Drew games. But um, I feel like they're kind of alienating their own fan base by not being... Um, by not communicating very much. Mm -hmm. So you're getting people who are just getting mad because they're not getting answers. Not that they're getting mad because they're not... Yeah. It's yeah, like, that's I don't want. I just game. want answers. Like, the thing is, I, there are loads and loads of games who start development super early and they oh. come out super late. Let's talk, mm -hmm. like, but they keep you updated. Things like Night in the Woods. That came out like yes, a year exactly. late. Exactly. That, yeah, that came out uh, really late. Like, I got in on the Kickstarter on that one. Yeah. And they came out super late, but at the same time, they were telling God, you guys. it wasn't a year, wasn't it? Because I, I invested in that before I ever even met Adam. And so that was like, yeah, that was like, that was a way, that was a ways late. That was a ways yeah. late. Um, but the, yeah. So, but we kept, we, we got updates. We got updates on what was wrong, what uh, updates on what was going right. They were like, okay, so this is wrong. Then <laughs> we got to set back here. But, hey, would you like some screenshots? It was, yeah. it was nice. And, 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 and I, it's understandable not wanting to, they keep putting out saying, well, we don't want to put anything out there if we're going to change it later. And it's like, that's, just what things do, though. Like, movies, movie trailers will have whole scenes in them that never show up in the movies. Yes! Constantly! So that's, like... I mean, like, let's talk about Rogue One. I'm a rebel. I rebel. That wasn't in the main... That wasn't in the fucking movie. Was it? it was never in the movie. They cut that scene out. They cut that line out. Which, uh, to be fair, I'm glad, because that's a very clunky line. But it was, like, a huge part of the trailer. So... That's that's how I feel. That's what that that's that's our, you know, that's feeling our feel on that part of on it. On that part of it, let's talk about <laughs> how we feel about moving to the new engine and stuff. Because to be honest, I am excited for that because I think that the engine that we've been using is it's it's clunky. It has some issues. The yeah. main issues, honestly, being that they are not supported on very many devices. Mm -hmm. um, the fact that, you that know, is true. there's no extra Mac support, there's no Linux support, there's none of that. Um, everything's just, um, it's only mouse, and, it's only mouse, that's all you can use, pretty much, the entire thing. Um, so I mean, I don't, I mind that, but that's just because that's, it all works. But, I guess um, my selfish part is like, it wasn't broken, don't fix it, but. I feel like the engine was broken, though. Yeah, I know, but uh, on my end, it didn't feel that way. <laughs> so I was like, no, screw everybody else. Um, so now with the new, with Unity, you can do a lot more stuff. So there are some really cool games um, that use Unity that you can really see with which way they might be going. So I have two examples. There's The Room, which is a puzzle box game, basically. So you can walk into a room and it makes, you can look into things and then zoom back out and you can walk clicking around the room to go look around and look at the stuff. Um, on the other end, we have Cradle, which is, it's a point and click type game, but you use your keyboard, you use WASD, move around and you use your mouse to look around. So it's not a stationary okay. viewpoint. I know that so, has a lot of people. A la like uh, Minecraft and stuff. Yeah. More like Minecraft or um, kind of like uh, Life is Strange. That's another. Life is Strange is not in Unity, but that's another but it's, style. But it's the same. Yeah. 
but that's that's third person so cradle is in first person so you're mm -hmm. looking around yourself which i like i know a lot of people don't like first person yeah a lot of people around. don't like it it's weird um it makes some people nauseous like out straight up it makes uh, people okay actually no view, um when i'm playing like enough. skyrim i have i have trouble in first person it's like eh. <laughs> i have trouble aiming and stuff but see aiming yeah. is so much easier in first person for me i cannot fucking aim mm -hmm. in third person that's awful i don't know I feel like andrew's playing um, character sometimes <laughs> andrew's playing um rise of the tomb raider right now because uh, he got it off the seam sale and that's third person and you have to use a fucking bow and arrow and he's using the controller with it and i'm like <laughs> this is terrible i'm like how are you doing this i would hate this but um, um, but yeah, I do hope to see it continuing. Um, um, the point and click style, mostly yeah. because I feel like it's kind of it's it's, it's not brand. a bad style, and and what it's on brand. It is. It's on brand. It's it's they are a point and click game, and I feel like there is a a certain lack of point and click games, like certain games evolve into being basically the same as, you know, anything yeah. else you'd find. It's like, there's, there's a certain charm to and simplicity and you can have certain things be more complex because it's point and click. The other thing that's good so, about that is if you don't have things go all the way around, if you can't make yourself move to all these places, you only have certain places you can do what can happen is you can, instead of making the environment fully 3D, you make it more like set dressing. That's better on performance, because you don't have to render everything in the back. So it's way better on performance for a game, and it's better on... Um, it looks nicer, because you can put more detail into things then. Because if you're only dressing up half of an object, it ends up looking a nicer. And that's the thing, that's what the old engine did. Mm -hmm. So that's why when we saw Labyrinth of Lies stuff in um, Unity, it ended up looking not quite right. The yeah, is, it was super off. It was weird. <laughs> I was like, but that's because, I wish they'd put together a yeah. room, a like a perspective room, even if it wasn't like fully textured. Yeah. from Midnight in Salem, rather than trying to redo a scene something from another. From another game. Yeah, from taking something from one engine to another. Which is never going to look very good. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's it's silly. But yeah, so I hope that the move to Unity is good. Um, and I hope that it's, personally hope that it stays point and click. I don't know about everybody else, but I'd prefer point and click for this. I think it just makes it a little more accessible to people. Mm -hmm. it's, it's less to worry about. It's less to... Um, it means Make it doesn't, it busy. yeah, it doesn't cause nausea. It also is easier for people with mobility issues with clicking because you mm -hmm. only have to worry about clicking the mouse button instead of yeah. trying to hold down WASD and stuff like that. So, mm -hmm. yeah. 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 Um, so how about story? What do we want to see with the story? Um, I'm not going to lie. It's been forever since I was reading anything about the story for the mid. Because I know. Basically, it's in Salem, and therefore I know that it has something to do with the the uh, witch trials. Yeah. So all of the main characters that they gave us all of the character summaries for had last names that were related to people from yes. the Salem witch trials. So I think we can definitely be sure that they're going to do something like that. 
What do we want to see them touch on if we're going to do stuff about the Salem Witch Trials? I mean... Do we want it to be based on it being all that they actually were witches? Or do we want to touch on <laughs> the hysteria that happens? That happened? I, I would hope that it's more of a parallel than like an actual... You know, like, maybe there's something going on there that, like, okay, Deirdre calls us about um, something going on, and basically it's just sort of like, I, I kind of hope that it's essentially a repeat of the hysteria of the of the of of some kind of witch trial, and so it's like, oh my gosh, we feel like this thing is happening, yeah. um, and it's sort of Nancy trying to prove some kind of innocence, or whatever, because I really hope that it's not just something, just, it's like, oh, the witch trials happened and here let us expound upon that because that's honestly as much as I loved learning about that stuff yeah it's been done <laughs> it's just like yeah. oh god more it really has been done and the other thing is I feel I don't know I feel <laughs> you can go the two ways with it you can go Scooby Doo <laughs> that way you know go full on like there's just someone with actual like magic fucking powers Earth, wind fire in air i know Sorry. the hex girls were the best part the of that hex girls were the thing. best the hex girls it's like did i want to be them did i want to date them who knows they were just the best <laughs> i was gonna say deirdre's a deirdre's a hex girl <laughs> deirdre is the hex girl with the black hair with the red highlights in it yes Not highlights it's just red shine to it which i fucking loved <laughs> But, um, but yeah, that's basically, I hope that they don't lean as much into the actual witch trials and they lean more into the hysteria of, yeah, you know, of people. Because the, the, the whole thing about the, the witch trial, the Salem witch trials is that it's a very, which is why the crucible is written, it's a very interesting look into how people behave because the whole reason that the crucible was written was because the whack trials it mirrored the yeah. whack trials the walk whack. the walk trials whack. The walk. i said side it weird note. so i'm making fun of myself side note uh, we had a drama professor this is in college who did not know that the salem witch trials um had actually happened he just thought that arthur miller made them up the man yeah uh so he was like well i don't know if they ever happened and i was like they did <laughs> they, they that happened yes that was a real thing i am I'm like weird for knowing that and and i'm like i'm 16 like, what is going on here why do i know more than my professor um but yes funny story so what do we really hope they stay away from with the story my big thing is that when they were sending out setting out all of the um the character bios and stuff and there's that one character is an albino and everyone kept asking questions about her about like what was you know who she was what she was like right like okay and she's albino got every it. single and... reply from her interactive was she's albino she has albinism uh and so i really hope that they stay away from making that like a huge defining thing of that character because i would like her to have an actual personality as well maybe i'm weird no <laughs> Like it's it's like okay it's sort of it's sort of not to the same extent but it's sort of like what I was talking about when we were talking about um, yeah. Dane 
by design with JJ. So it's just like, oh, she's plus this size. Is her thing. Ha ha! We included something. It's like, no, guys, guys. Yeah. This isn't. This isn't the '90s. Don't include something just to include something and have it be that yeah. person's defining characteristic. Sorry, we're our bar is set higher than that nowadays. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, so yeah anything else but we've already talked about we want them to not like make it all about the witch trials we'd rather them make it a parallel which I think is good yeah I think that's a good idea um Deirdre Deirdre I am so excited that it's a it's a Deirdre game yeah that's gonna be great um she's my girl my girl girl Deirdre Deirdre. but um sorry (laughs) Just smacking things. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, I think... Yeah, um, okay, saying. so, of the characters we've been shown... Sorry, okay. I finally actually pulled up the characters. Because I was like, I remember a uh, basic... I, so I didn't 100% remember everything. Because um, it's been so long <laughs> since we've gotten an update. Sorry. <clears throat> So yeah, we've got all the names. Jeez, they only released five characters and one of them was Deirdre. Yeah. I felt it felt like they were supposed to be releasing more characters. Uh, yeah. I mean Regardless. they were saying they were gonna put more characters in the games now, but um you know. So we've got May. Who is Albino? She's Albino. Did you know? Um Yeah, she's Albino. Tegan, who is related to her and not albino. Jenna Ravencraft, who appears to just be a plus-sized witch knock like uh, her costume is where... just Huh? Where is it? I just googled and found the the things that they re- that they released. I literally looked up Midnight in Salem characters. Um That's good. We yeah, got Jenna Ravencraft looks like exactly how you would picture Jenna Ravencraft looking. And um <laughs> Lauren Corey is a super chill looking black chick. I don't yeah. know what else is she is she related to Ingrid Corey? Haha. I don't think so. Probably but not. <laughs> She's very pretty character design. Actually, they, they, yeah. they all have very pretty character designs. They're all women, which is interesting. Um, I don't think there's been an all-woman cast since uh, Waverly Academy. Yeah. So, that's interesting. It's very interesting. And they could do stuff with it. They could make it. But basically, uh, I just, I hope that they don't. Okay, what do I hope that they do do? No, because I just I just want them to anyway. I have I hope that they subvert expectations for what it's worth. And like, you know. Yes, it's in Salem. Yes, it's revolving ish around it's it's kind of that that's it within the scope. Yeah. But no, that's not. It's like I don't know. It's like Noisette being a spy, just because apparently I'm still on danger uh, by design. Um, 
it's 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 off in a corner it's a thing that we talk about that's our historical bit for the game Mm -hmm. but it's not a huge portion of yeah the rest of it it's my main problem yeah honest what i want in the characters i've seen i want jenna to not be what she looks like because she looks like that annoying person who takes being a Wicca too far. Yes. She does, in fact, give off that um, look. I prefer Wiccan. And just, you know the one. I the do. One that, I do know it, the and one. I'm not, I'm not like. We've uh, known too many of them. Known her. We've yeah, known We've Jenna. known her. <laughs> and I don't want her to be that person who they don't want coming to the holistic shops. Mm-hmm. The ones where they're like, oh shit, everyone hide. Oh god, Jenna Ravencraft is here. Yeah. That ain't her name. Her name. Yeah. You guys, I'm calling it right now. Her name is not Jenna Ravencraft. Probably not, no. But yes. Um, What weird uh, gameplay things are we afraid they might do with the new model? Um, Something that I was laughing about um, is with pretty much every game nowadays, um... They include DLC. What would Nancy Drew DLC be like? You get to n- dress Nancy, Nancy in, a different, in a different outfit. Nancy's in a different <laughs> outfit. Um, you can get different um, charms. Oh, you can get different apps for your phone. Um, um, entire extra story plots. Uh, you can totally... Yeah, oh yeah, that'd be great. Uh, you can totally download um, content that hides new Easter eggs. Oh, 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 okay. A la, um, a la, um, Assassin's Creed Origins. Um, every week they come out with a new, um, uh, Easter egg that you have to figure out how to find. <laughs> or a new oh set God, of no. Easter eggs. <laughs> that would be terrible. <laughs> that would be great. I love it. Um, in a terrible way, honestly. <laughs> also, keep us playing the game. I mean, yeah. You know? See, the thing is, like, with, um, with games like Nancy Drew, it's a set, like, this is a six-hour game. This is what you're getting mm-hmm. out of it. We want you to play it the once, pretty much. Like, that's what they're all about. Yeah. It, in the past, that's what they're, pretty much their game model is. They put so much time into this one. They've yeah. been wait for so long. They cannot expect this to be a tissue we toss to the side this time. Yeah. We have put a lot of waiting into this, and if they don't like give us something really good, we're probably going to be a li- you get daytime in Salem. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. DLC, you can and do DLC daytime daylight. in Salem. <laughs> I love Amazing. it. Amazing. Um. Yeah. But yeah, no, I just. Things I don't I don't want to see them again. Like I said, I don't want to see them diverging really from um, the model that they already click have. Model, but I think that I'd be okay. could just be my my own old person shining through. I mean, <laughs> my, I like be- the point and click aspect of it because, as I've said, it's more accessible to people. Yeah. Um, but I to be honest, prefer to be able to move around a little better. And I'm so my actual preference is to do more of like a WASD thing 
going on. I would be lying if I said that I hadn't thought about that in the past. Like, but at the same time, I've played more of those sorts of things. And it's like, yes, I do love um, games where I get to move around, where I get to explore every crevice, where I can, you know, like really get. But at the same time, I don't want that. I want to be able to concentrate on things. I want to be able to find clues. I don't want to have to like spin around a room like 17 goddamn times in order to, like, oh, look, the red hand finally lit up. Or, yeah. Know what I mean? <clears throat> I do know. So, yeah, that's uh, my hope for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you could make one ridiculous prediction, that hopefully will maybe that will not come true, but this is this is our our crackpot theory of what might happen. <laughs> what what is the most ridiculous thing you can think of that is possible? Deirdre is the reincarnation of a witch who was long lost during the witch trials. However, she was not persecuted, and she, she saw all of her sisters burned at the stake. And therefore, she got very up in arms and came back as Deirdre. And that's why Deirdre's been like kind of a bitch for her whole life. And <laughs> and so she's trying to to get revenge, and she's called upon Nancy to help her. Okay. So is Nancy now a witch as well? No, she just calls upon Nancy because she's like, I don't know who else can talk to about this. Yeah. Um, my crazy prediction um, is that it's all been completely changed. It's no longer a point-and-click format. Now it is a first-person shooter. Nancy <laughs> <laughs> Drew's just shooting people to ask them questions. Well, you have to aim at them and shoot them in stealth that way. That way, you can ask you them the tough questions about what happened to their mother. <laughs> no, wait, 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 wait. No, wait. I want, this is even worse. Leveling up. Oh, my God. Leveling up yes. and Nancy Drew. Oh. <laughs> that would be terrible. Now I can put more points into my sleuth skill. <laughs> the more I sleep, the better luck I have finding clues. <laughs> Oh no! Fuck that! Now like I'm gonna put on insight. Now I'm gonna put on no. put on this specific outfit. In this specific outfit, I have like five percent chance more right. to eavesdrop. <laughs> Goes all like RPG on this shit. No, God, no! <laughs> Nancy drew the RPG. Amazing. The Nancy drew RPG. Holy crap! I want like, it. No, I don't want to be Nancy in this RPG. <laughs> Too bad. You have to be. Nancy. I want to essentially be a Deidre character. Too bad. Too bad. You can be Nancy. That's it. Chaotic, chaotic oh. neutral Nancy. Chaotic. Nancy is Nancy is verging Nancy. between chaotic good and chaotic neutral, and you have to admit. I guess, yeah. It's the ain't no lawful good ordering shit off the black market, not knowing what you're ordering. <laughs> Skill no. one hundred and weird puzzles and zero intact. Intact <laughs> was her was her dump stat, you know. Yeah. To be fair, if you were going to stat up Nancy like she was in D&D, her dump stat would definitely be charisma. Yeah. Yeah. Charisma is pretty low. Um, however, I think um, constitution is pretty high because how else can she uh, make all those, you know, saving throws to concussions? Yeah, for real, though. Yeah, definitely. Her constitution has um, to be pretty high. Her strength has to be a 
pretty high. Her I mean, strength, we carry around I don't think it's she's terribly high, honestly. That we've don't like, we don't have a lot of it. Uh, but however, her insight so her, pretty good in terms of. We're talking like, about I feel like or wisdom. What? Enter wisdom. I'm going full D and D right now. Well, okay, but which edition? I'm talking about 3.5. Oh. <laughs> what are you talking about? 4E? Fuck that. Yeah. Fuck 4E. I was in 4E. I hate 4E. And it doesn't matter. Um, um, <laughs> and then yes. we became a D and D podcast. I can be. I can be a a um, not D and D, but I can be a Star Wars role play podcast. <laughs> Anyone want to do that? Genesis. Anyone want to talk about Genesis? Hit me up. D and D podcast. Be great. Didn't Tap they just pick up like Crit Roll on Netflix? Did they? I think they did. Wonderful. No, uh, the only D and D pod. Oh well, I used to listen to Nerd Poker, but um, <laughs> now I I only listen to Drunks and Dragons. Yeah, I we kind of listen to some, but they're not Drunks and Dragons. No, uh, we we um. Watched, oh, just just podcast. The yeah, different podcast, different real play. So those are yeah. fun. I'm sorry, that's what Drunks and Dragons and yeah. Nerd Poker are. Yeah. They're both Dice for Brains play. is pretty good, but that's just um that's Star Wars. Mm. That's their real play. Oh, it's so funny. This is not Nancy Drew. This is not Nancy <laughs> Drew. Uh you know, and I'm not going to apologize because I'm not either. You're my captive audience. Well, uh, uh. Except you're not captive because you guys you can like, leave. You can click out at any time. But please don't. But don't be sad. I don't want to make us sad. Make us sad. So you wouldn't like us when let, we're sad. Let us know what you guys think about Midnight in Salem, the release yeah. date that's been set. Um, leave it in our comments. Uh, Twitter, Tumblr, YouTube, SoundCloud, anywhere you can find us. Um, let us know what you think and what your crazy predictions will be. I don't think you can top Nancy Drew RPG, though. <laughs> with, I love it. With Nancy Foam Drew Charm RPG. DLC. <laughs> uh, so just let us know. Okay. Yeah. So I'm Marisa. And I'm Ariana. And we're the Curlmeister Sisters, and we're asking you guys to stay sleuthy.